0: people. Welcome to ISO the Buns podcast, the show where we talk about all things buns. So, new year, new show eventually. This episode is going to be as you remember it, but as things progress and as buns changes, so too will the podcast. The first thing you're going to notice about the few upcoming episodes is uh, the interviews are not going to be really trade related. Uh, They're going to be more Toronto related uh, because I think Buns is so much more than trading. So I want the podcast to be so much more than trading as well. But, you know, keeping things trade, I want to try and do one Buns trade a week. Uh, or at least one buns related transaction activity, whatever. So if I go and do something on the friend zone or find somebody on the vinyl zone and buy a vinyl, cause money is allowed there or just trade with somebody in the main trade zone. Um, yeah, I want to try and at least do one a week. So this week big shout out to Holden, who sold me an original pressing of the attack and black vinyl marriage. And the Northern Towns EP. And shout out to my boy Rashab from the Buns office who traded me for pizza and beer. I still owe you the beer, Rashab. Uh, the special edition Bonnie newspaper that was released in New York when 20 to a Million was released. Thanks, guys. Big time. So coming up in this episode is an interview with Vanessa where she turns to the tarot cards and sees what 2017 has in store for me. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But now it's time for This Week in Buns. Okay, guys, welcome to This Week in Buns. 2017 edition, first episode of the year.
1: More like the past three weeks in Buns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not, this one is not officially, I guess, uh, this week, but from here on out, we're going to do this week. All right. Why don't you start us off with some of the stuff we missed, Callie?
1: Well, I wanted to, I don't actually have that many uh, holiday posts, but I have three that I thought were kind of standouts that I wanted to mention. Uh, First and foremost, Lauren posted in the main zone. Something I thought was super cool. So her pro says, Merry Christmas Eve, dear Buns," and has a photo of a bunch of like really cutely packaged looking like gifts. And she says, I just want to say thank you to everyone my brother and I traded with this week. Our goal was to put together a gift package for our parents filled with homemade items from Buns. The haul includes wine, beers, candles, soaps, a knitted headband, knitting needles. Not homemade, but my mom loves to knit, so why not? jam marmalade pickled beets baked goods and a card and everything was wrapped and packaged with recycled items i already had kicking around so not bad for not spending a cent uh so thanks again everyone and happy holidays i thought it was just like this is so cool everything looks amazing i love also it wasn't just oh i traded for stuff it was like i traded for like homemade goods which is like so great
0: but it, it, it looks like a pro gift bag, too. It's not just like, hey, here's some stuff that I found on the internet.
1: Yeah, it's like perfectly wrapped little, like, mason jars with, like, the jams and, like, beers and stuff. Like, it looks really great. So good on you, whoever were the buns that made these. Like, good job. A plus yeah. present.
0: Absolutely pro. Any any other Christmas <clears throat> posts you got on, on tab for us?
1: Um, one that I just thought was like, really encapsulated the buns and holiday spirit of giving and feeding each other. Uh, Jasmina posted in the main trading zone uh, that you don't have to be celebrating Christmas or the holidays to receive this. Any religion, any background, ISO, a family truly in need to come and get this free dinner and enjoy it. There was a whole chicken, a veggie platter, bread, salads, cheese, potatoes. Everything, like even feta and olive appetizers and a box of chocolate and a bottle of red wine. And I was just like floored by how amazing this was. That like almost 300 people liked this. A bunch of people like tagged friends that they thought could use it. Um, It eventually was spoken for. So I just thought it was nice that somebody like went out of their way to make like an entire meal, including with like fancy. Appetizers and stuff to put on buns just to sort of like spread around. Buns is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, uh, the gift card swap post. Um, oh, yeah. People are constantly complaining on buns about people asking for gift cards. Uh, and a lot of people will be like, we should ban gift cards. But here's the thing if you get gifted, gift cards especially by like well-meaning relatives who don't know you well enough to get you a present and they're like i know she'll love starbucks and maybe you don't even drink coffee or whatever and you want to trade it so this it was like a huge master thread it has like 355 comments uh of people swapping gift cards that they don't want for ones they do want so uh there should I be that a bun's cool.
0: gift card zone Anyway.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of this post, honestly. Um, It's not that far after the holidays. So if you guys did get gift cards that you have and you don't want and you would like to switch them for a gift card that you might want, this is your thread. We will put the post in the uh, Buns Podcast Zone, which is literally facebook.com forward slash Buns Podcast Zone. And I suggested in the comments... Something that we talked about a few weeks ago uh, when somebody was scammed uh, by a terrible human who was using buns to scam people with gift cards. Uh, If you trade a gift card to someone, either use it immediately, like either meet the person at the store and get the store to verify the amount of money on it or there's usually a phone number on the back you can call uh, to get the amount of money on it verified. And then you either use it right away or you can transfer it to a new card because there's like a code on the back there was some shady person on who was uh misusing buns and had given someone an indigo gift card and then after trading them called indigo and got it transferred onto a new card so that doesn't happen to you make sure that you transfer it immediately to a new card for yourself
0: gotta be safe yeah all right. Well, from Christmas, I'm going to transition kind of to New Year's here. Okay. Uh, Lauren was ISO this Honest Ed's sign, and it says Toronto, where D's are sneaky and Ed's are honest. <laughs> Did anyone purchase this sign during the great Honest Ed's sign sale of 2016? Uh, for those of you who don't know, Honest Ed's closed down as of New Year's. and uh we're selling off all the signs that had they had hanging in the store um lauren said that she'd be giving the sign to sneaky d's so that everyone can enjoy it for years to come and she wanted to locate it she didn't locate it but what she did locate thanks to buns uh or maybe not i'm not sure but uh was the original artist who created the signs
1: oh that's Uh, amazing what yeah
0: (laughs) and he created uh not only recreated that sign for her, but also created a sign that says Seasons season's greetings from sneaky D's to all our friends and customers. So yeah, pretty sweet.
1: That's amazing. I can't believe somebody found the original creator of honest Ed signs on buns. <laughs> like that's, yeah. I didn't, I don't know how I missed that post. That sounds amazing. Pretty sweet. Um, well I have some nice heartwarming, uh, found items uh and or lost items there's a few uh that i just wanted to touch on briefly because again it never amazes me like how great and honest all of the people of buns toronto are uh so the most uh amazing one to me was lynn posted about her lost art portfolio and her post says hello buns i lost my art portfolio bag on the 196 bus today going from University to Downsview like an hour ago. TTC Lost and Found is not working right now. Uh, It should be by the back door in front of those two seats that are on the bus. I took it around this time, like help me, all my drawings and sketches over the years, some of which took me more than a hundred hours are in there. So if you're an artist, you'll understand how devastated I am. Any Christmas miracles? And then she posted a couple photos of her drawings and one of them, it's like the it's the back of a naked woman with her hair up in a bun and it's so amazing i like was looking at it and i was like is this a photo it's not a photo it's an actual she's an amazing artist um i cannot believe this drawing it's like stunning and a bunch of people in the comments helped her uh someone specifically i can't remember who it was uh I want to like give them credit and I'm unprepared. I don't if have you can't remember. Oh yeah, so someone named oh. Sue. Someone named Sue, I I uh found, I don't know if she found it um or what, but she was just like, "Lynn, it's been found. Call this person at the TTC, gave their phone number, and she said she'll help you. It'll be there till 10." Um, I think Sue does work at the TTC and like is in bonds and saw this and found it. Um, Fantastic. which was amazing. And then if you scroll further down, lynn posted when she got it back that she was like crying because she was so touched everyone who'd helped her and she like posted pictures of getting her um her art portfolio back so i that was that one was like a roller coaster and she got it back really soon too
0: let me just sneak in there uh since you mentioned art and then then we'll go back to lost and found stuff but yeah uh, amanda posted that she got the best trade ever from likenesses by Corey. Um, and what she had, what she had done is commissioned this person through buns to create a photo of her, um, her and her brother as babies being held by their late grandparents or grandmothers. So the, the mother's mother and the father's mother, um, and he, uh, they gave the artist two photos, one of one grandmother holding one child and the other grandmother holding the other child. And the artist mashed them together in into like one big photo. But oh, I say photo, but it was all done by pencil crayon.
1: drawing, yeah. I However, saw this. I was like, was that Photoshopped? Because <laughs> it looked yeah, like...
0: You look at it and it looks real. It's so crazy to me. But then like they posted a, a digital version of it and you can kind of like zoom in a bit more and, and see the draw but it's like insane talk about amazing artists
1: yeah Any- hit up that artist if you guys want a sweet trade because they did an amazing job yeah yeah I think we might have talked about that on the last podcast but did we I think Let so me check the date. But, well no
0: this is December 23rd though
1: Uh, oh, I swear that we did but we also talked about 500 things and I think it was really long so it deserves to be mentioned again because it was amazing okay I could be wrong (laughs) what else have we lost Um, and found well so there's just two that i wanted to shout out really fast that like literally these things both got found got their owners found really quickly uh becca posted is this you do you know who this is do they want their really cute instax back found like here and it would be a shame to let this cute memory been uh be lost forever and the photo that she posted uh was a picture of her holding like a Polaroid Instax picture of this guy who's like smiling and this girl's kissing him on the cheek and it's adorable. So everyone was like, oh, this is amazing. We need to find them. And they literally found them like... Actually, by the time I had seen this post, it had already had like edit. They have been found. Um, So it happened like really quickly. Um, Same with somebody found the purse of a girl named Emma who just happened to be a bun. So this person, Jamie, posted and he was like, does anyone know Emma? I just found her purse in the middle of the road. Uh, There are house keys and important pieces of ID inside. I'd like to get it back to her ASAP. Uh, And then somebody like tagged her being like, Emma Bees, is this you? And she was like, yeah, that's mine. (laughs) And like literally got it back.
0: Pretty amazing. Like I
1: think a half an hour, like 20 minutes after this was posted. I watched like a little bit of it
0: unfold like... and I was pretty I was pretty impressed at uh at Bun's abilities to find people.
1: I know, it was amazing. It was literally like 20 minutes. There there it is. She gets her purse back. She gets her house keys. Like god, I wish that <laughs> I wish that anytime I've lost my wallet a few times and had to like replace all my ID, Mm-hmm. and it's such a pain and i just wish that a really great bun i wish the buns existed when i lost my wallet and that somebody would have <laughs> given it back to me honestly uh so it's always nice to see
0: yeah i've, I've lost way more things than i can count you know all the saying you'd lose your head if it wasn't attached that is 100 percent. that's me, that's me. <laughs> totally 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 uh, well,
1: uh were there got? were
0: there more lost and founds there
1: uh, no, I was gonna segue into uh, I have a couple of like um, posts where people like very successfully used buns. Okay, go for over it. Over the year, uh, just two really quick. Teresa posted uh, a thanks to everyone because they managed to get through all of 2016 without buying toilet paper, which is like amazing to me. That is pretty sweet. Uh, she even says I have three more rolls to spare, aiming for another whole year of not spending paper to buy my to. But not spending paper to buy paper to wipe my ass with. Sorry, I messed that up. But I thought that was kind of amazing. Um, That's a pretty great bun success story. Uh, If you have toilet paper you want to trade Teresa for, uh, they're always looking for it, (laughs) apparently. Um, And then another one was a person named Shell who posted in the main trading zone uh, before and after photos of their kitchen saying, I just wanted to share my kitchen transformation that I did all through buns trades over the last year. I love the space so much now, and I couldn't have done it without you. The re- room before with turquoise walls felt sad and cluttered. Uh, the room after, which is the photo with white walls, is a much nicer place to hang out and, of course, cook in. I got everything from the white paint, the curtains, the wooden island pushed against the wall, and artwork and storage jars from Buns. So thanks to everyone. So I thought that was great too. It's like literally an entire kitchen transformation. Well, it's interesting
0: buns. that you mentioned kitchen. Because I saw a post by Tanya who seems to be making these amazing wooden cut- cutting boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're made to order. She had over 82 orders over Christmas. Um, and it's kind of like custom oh. wood burnt uh, cutting boards. She's looking for Cineplex movie tickets, gift cards for roughly a $30 value. She lists a whole bunch of place- places, J- Jamie Oliver cookbooks, et cetera, et cetera. But what's amazing... Is not only are, are the cutting boards beautiful, but they're hilarious. So we Go have on. one with the Game of Thrones wolf that says "Dinner is coming." Amazing. <laughs> we, we have one with uh, with Walter White that uh, is done in the style, obviously of. Um, oh, why can't I remember the name of the show now? Um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, and like in the in the whole like sciency periodic table that says "Let's cook,"
1: mm-hmm. oh, and cool. then. <laughs>
0: fantastic feasts and where to find them
1: which is amazing etc etc
0: yeah so uh, i like this want is... the
1: game of thrones one
0: yeah me too if this is of interest <laughs> to you though hit up the buns podcast zone check out the links on today's site and talk to tanya
1: i like i want those i wish like will she ship them to la because <laughs> i want one
0: she probably would i bet uh, she, she probably amazing. would
1: Um, Okay, so now I have some weird trades. Um, Oh, man. Okay, so an update. Uh, We may remember, if you've ever listened to an episode of the podcast, because we've talked about these a lot, Dion posts mystery box scavenger hunts. Oh, I saw this. Sometimes two in one week. Um, I have been dying to know (laughs) what they put in these goddamn mystery boxes because nobody has ever posted not that i've seen uh every time i've seen one of these i've a missed the box eh, or like not been around to find it and then no one ever posts what's in it and i was it's driving it was driving me crazy uh so yesterday dion posted the first mystery box scavenger hunt of 2017 uh the box is like filled with treasures this one's a mini wheats box uh how these work is dion will post them and then it's like bump this post by commenting to get the first clue of where it will be placed so they post it wait a little while uh, a bunch of people will comment to be like oh bumping like I want to know where it is and then eventually they in the comments will give clues as to where it is including a photo and some written clues and then the person who finds it is supposed to post a selfie posting that it's been claimed and the person who found it today uh, Jen posted a video opening the box and I like lost my mind (laughs) because I was like finally yeah (laughs) yeah. I've been just like I love mysteries and I want to know what's in every box um so I was really excited to finally get to to see it so um shout out to Jen thanks for making my buns dreams come true uh and showing me what was in the box of mini weights there's a slap bracelet in there let me just say oh amazing Um, and and those are like my childhood encapsulated into a single object like slap bracelets and pogs
0: so you want to get into some really weird posts oh yeah kyle posts iso mannequins just oh i saw that (laughs) just (laughs) so creepy just looking to mess with my condo neighbors across the street on a semi-regular basis i have a lot of alcohol (laughs) i love this idea Mainly because I love messing with people, but the photo that he posts of the mannequins is very creepy.
1: Belongs in creepy buns, I might say. It's super creeps.
0: But I, he's looking. He's legit looking for mannequins, I think, so if you've got yeah, that.
1: Yeah, Home alone.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, rig up in front of the window.
0: <laughs> also, did you see Casey's post of, like, a weird, I don't know, paper mache looking creature?
1: Yes, I was just about to talk about that thing. (laughs) I have no idea what it is. Yeah, go on. Tell tell me,
0: tell me what you you were gonna say, because I have no idea what it is.
1: I just love. So it's a weird. It's a weird paper mache. I don't even know. It has a googly eye and like two purple horns with feathers on the end. I have no idea. But the best part of this, in my opinion, is the caption that they put on was "Hate someone? Gift them this nightmare." Perfect for a revenge present. (laughs) Pick up in the annex. And then hilariously, uh, in the comments... Someone was like, "Ooh, a friend for this thing," and then posted yeah, yeah. a picture of a weird giraffe that they have in their house. And then the same original poster was like, "Is it weird that I already have one of these same weird giraffes in yellow?" <laughs>
0: like, what? Are you
1: kidding me? Did you see that? They're like, maybe I this just is saw where that now. Realize my house is full of silly stuff. Like, I just thought that was hilarious. That is amazing. Um, Casey apparently has a bunch of weird paper mache animals <laughs> in their house.
0: All right, let, let's, let's cap off this creepy segment with the coffin that was posted two hours ago.
1: Oh, squeaking in just under the line to be covered in this week on buns. This is one of the like most amazing trades on buns ever. It's crazy. Brand
0: new. First of all, I would hope that it was brand new. <laughs> uh, brand new, unused, except for the mannequin sleeping in it. Uh, Seven-foot-long immaculate condition coffin. Bloor and Lansdowne area must be able to pick up $3,000 value. Looking for taxidermy, medical dental equipment, antiques, and other strange things make me an offer. Not to sound morbid, this this is a very affordable and fully usable coffin for anybody recently deceased. Also, you skipped over the part
1: (laughs) in the post where it says, unused except for the mannequin. And one time me sleeping in it.
0: Oh, I didn't even see that. I was I was <laughs> trying to like, I'm not good at reading out loud. So like I was just kind of speed reading through the whole thing. And I must have yeah. missed that. Oh, my yeah, no. God. So
1: Chris slept in it himself once. Um, somebody in the comments there in the comments of this, there are a lot of very good puns and is one of the two uh, mods for puns trading zone. I really appreciate that. Um, and like people were asking him like, uh, like, someone was like, oh, how did you sleep when you slept in it? And he was like, I slept like the dead. Uh, like, such a bad wah, joke.
0: Wah.
1: <laughs> There were some better, there are better puns in the comments of this, but. Pretty good, um, though, still. Like, yeah, so uh, I love it kind of when people post their weird stuff on buns um, with, like, zero explanation. And then you have to, like, read the comments to figure out why. I think it was that a friend of theirs had it for some reason, I'm trying to expand the comments where they explain why. Because someone was like, um, Why do you have a spare coffin? Was someone supposed to pass away and then like changed their mind?
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Um, and I'm Facebook's being a jerk and I can't actually read the replies, but there is a reason in here. I think I, a friend whoa. of us had it. And he was like, Oh, it's in the middle of my living room right now. And I keep bumping my chin on it. And then someone was like, you're you're bumping your chin on it on the floor of your living like what? <laughs> What's going on? But apparently it was supposed to be shin.
0: We'll we'll leave it a mystery. And if you want to read it yourself, you can go to the podcast zone. Yeah. Um, what else you got on tap for us?
1: Uh, so many things. Uh, you know what? Speaking of puns, uh, something else that I have on tap for you is uh, Ken Ferguson is taking baths. Oh yeah. So Ken, who is like kind of a character just in life, but even especially on buns, like all of his posts, uh, are amazing. Always. I don't know if you guys remember him in the summer. He posted a bunch of mirrors, um, and in his post for mirrors, it was like him in weird costumes posing in the, in the reflection of the mirror that he was posting, uh, which was hilarious. And he is doing this crazy and amazing thing, um, where he's taking baths at other people's houses because I think he he only has a shower at his house. Uh, so if you feel like following his bathing adventures, his Instagram is at Kenny Fergie. So K-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R-G-Y. Um, his post says, so it's 2017 and I feel like interrupting all of our fears of what's in store with some fun. I've vowed for the month of January to go to different people's places from buns and have a bath and a conversation, if that's what you want, and take a photo. What do you get out of this? A fun story. A weird hangout. I can bring some tea for us while we talk or some fruit or candy or something. I also just miss baths. I have to stand up to shower. So if this sounds like something you'd like to do and will take me in for a bath, I would love it. I have tonight covered, but the other nights of January are open. I've already been to four Bunce homes and have had some good conversations and fun photo shoots, as you can see. Anyways, message me and we'll see where this goes and times that will work. Um, And then he posted four of the many photos. There's, like, more since this. Um, Can I just... he's been posting on his Instagram and Facebook.
0: say that this has been very entertaining to watch. And I strongly suggest that you do this, if for no other reason, than you can get to know Ken a little bit better. Because if you look at his posts on Facebook and you're like, oh, this guy's, like, zany or whatever, or he's just, like, you know, whatever, posting these posts. No. This is Ken. 100%. If you've ever if you've ever met him, you would know that like, I feel like what he, the persona that he puts on on Facebook is not a persona.
1: Oh, it's so him authentically him. He yeah. is zany and like fun. And someone in the comments was like, this is kind of creepy because it's literally like. He it's pictures of him naked in the bath with like bubbles or Barbies or like a book covering his like business. Yeah. Uh, and someone was like, "This is kind of creepy that like these strangers are taking like nude photos of this guy or whatever." And I was like, "Oh man, if you knew Ken, you would know that this he's like the least creepy human on the face of the earth. Like he's yeah. just like genuine and lovely and like thoughtful and fun and like." These photos are pretty like campy and great. I love all of them. those
0: things. Well, okay. Let's talk about a, a few more silly things on buns. So Christina posts ISO, a drinking bird. And if you are a <laughs> Simpsons fan at all, you will understand this. She is offering a rag on a stick, a moo moo or something else
1: i loved this post that's my favorite hands down episode of the simpsons ever
0: and then there's just a whole bunch of like a stack of simpsons posts fat guy hat garbage bag popcorn uh, i think i'll order a tab there's a picture of an any key anyways it goes on and on and on if you are a simpsons fan i strongly suggest you check out this post
1: i think they were actually looking for a bird though and in the comments someone was like i have one of those drinking birds so yeah. i think the trade might actually happen <laughs>
0: we i i hope that it does just a very hilarious entertaining uh entertaining post
1: um okay i got another weird one um last uh podcast that we did someone was trading you remember the giant paint tube and it was like the picture was them like I, planking next to the paint tube
0: i know what you're going to say yeah so
1: casey posted a giant set of red Tweezerman tweezers that they made out of paper for a reason I can't remember now. (laughs) Pick up in the Annex, ISO 1. Um, And it's like there's a picture, it's a, a, I mean it looks like a giant, they're on stairs, and then they put a nail polish bottle next to it so you can tell how big they are. These are amazing, like they actually look like giant Tweezerman tweezers. The ends are even shiny, they look like shiny metal at the end, like silver. Like even the font that says Tweezer Man looks great, oh, it and looks then perfect. hilariously, um, someone in the comments was like, "Trade for a giant toothbrush and put a comment of a giant toothbrush that they have." I love uh, it. Like, apparently, a bunch of people made these in art school because hmm. uh, someone was talking about that in the comments, and I was like, "Oh, the, I like that." Reminded me, I once, because I had, I also went to art school, but not in Toronto, and we also had to make like a giant thing, and what I made was. Um, Typewriter spools that basically I used as coffee tables for a while because it was like two giant spools with like red and black silk attaching the two of them. Cool. Uh, Kind of reminded me of these. Uh, So I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know if anyone's traded for it yet. So if you guys want some giant tweezers, this would actually be great for like a window display at like a beauty parlor or something. Oh, true. Just saying.
0: Well, I don't have anything wacky or zany, but I do have something... Kind of nice. Pinky posts, uh, Dear dress-owning buns, Were you ever a bridesmaid and never wore your dress again? Or just have a fancy gown or glitzy short dress sitting in your closet? Well, I'm looking for dresses to donate to young ladies in need so they can attend prom. It breaks my heart that some kids won't be able to attend prom just because of financial reasons. I'll also accept shoes, jewelry, shawls, trade for fuzzy thing i can't speak trade for fuzzy feelings or giving someone a lifetime memory i love this idea
1: so nice love
0: this idea because uh i mean i only know peripherally but my girlfriend has a bunch of these things that she just never wears because there's just no call for it you know you buy it once for an event and then then it's gone uh the event's over. You never need to wear it again. So I love the idea of donating these extra fancy dresses to uh, people who can use them to go to prom. The fanciest.
1: Yeah, this is great. Especially because, you know, like, formal dress season is coming up. So yeah. dig deep in those closets, guys, and get rid of some stuff and help some people. That sounds amazing.
0: I've only got one more post, and I'm going to save it so why don't you go ahead
1: all right i have some more weird ones um one of my favorites just because again like i really love it when people just post like a weird sentence and don't explain it until someone like asks in the comments later vanessa posted anyone wants a dead octopus that's it this is the entire post anyone wants a dead octopus uh, no explanation. Uh, okay. No ISO. Even if someone in the comments was like, alive or not? And then she was like, LOL, needs to be cooked today. Uh, and then like way later, because uh, people are like, what is the story here? Um, it was clarified. The storyline was that she was going to cook the octopus, but got a dinner invitation and was not able to cook it today. And you can't refreeze them, apparently, because it was previously frozen- And it's been in their fridge for three days and it needs to be like cooked now. Um, But I just love the weird posts that have zero context. Anyone want a dead octopus? Like nowhere but on buns. Is that a thing that people are posting?
0: (laughs) But the the best part about it is it's not even out of the ordinary.
1: I know. Oh, speaking, I forgot. Speaking of giant things. Did you see the huge cutlery? No. This girl, Allie, um, posted a massive bronze spoon, fork and knife. Uh, Maybe you want to have a food fight foot for reference or use them for some cool pictures. Uh they come with the mounts and hang on the wall if you're into like weird kitchen decor. And it's literally like a picture of a foot next to a spoon, a knife and a fork. And they're probably two and a half times the size of this foot. Like they're really big.
0: Uh I kinda just want the spoon so I can go, my spoon's too big. Uh my spoon classic. is too big. Anyway <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's huge. She actually, in the comments, posted a picture of the spoon next to her face. And it's giant. Like, it's way bigger than her head. Um, ironically, another friend of mine in the comment... In fact, somebody posted, my spoon is too big in the comments. Ah, oh, yes, soulmate. <laughs> I am a banana. Oh, I love that cartoon. Um, but yeah, I-, I thought those were pretty funny. Um, there was another weird butt plug.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: Last last time on Buns, mm-hmm. uh, someone was trading, um, like... Uh, My Little Pony-esque, uh, like, pastel hair coming out of a butt plug. Um, right. And this one uh, is, like, I don't know, a raccoon tail or a fo- a f- I don't think it's a fox, but it's, like, a weird animal tail attached to a butt plug. Um, and, the co- like, the post says, got a feather duster from grandma. Don't have any use for it. We'll trade for a gift card booze or whatever. <laughs> uh and everybody found this post really hilarious it's probably gone but i just thought it was funny we got like two weird this was not even that it was december 28th like it was not that long after the other weird um i remember kind of
0: being like almost (laughs) right after
1: um oh my god did you see the book the uh lena dunham book post
0: oh i kind of i saw it and then and then moved along because there was a lot of uh differing opinions there for sure
1: sure But I just thought that the resolution of this was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Um, Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like the original post said, it's a post of uh, a picture of Lena Dunham's book, Not That Kind of a Girl. And the post said, tried to read it. Can't stand her. Please take. Uh, If you pick up this book tonight and give me wine, I'll throw in another book. Um, And... Everyone in the comments was like, Oh, I hate her. She's not the best. Uh blah 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 blah. Eventually someone was like, Can you just like someone was like, just burn it. And she was like, I mean, I would kind of rather have some wine. And someone was like, I will bring you wine. No. Uh if no, you no. let me burn it. What?
0: They, she said, if you meet me at Subway, I'll buy you a sub. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh yeah, sorry, it's like buried in the comments here. Um but yeah, so someone's like uh i mean, uh like why not just burn it as an effigy of 2016 and that'll be fun and some yeah they were like oh i'm craving a sub and she'll like okay i'll buy you a sub if you let me burn it (laughs) and then took a picture of the book burning in the snow a great picture uh, which is fucking gorgeous let me just say uh and yeah it's like a very beautiful photo they did a good job Um, not that I'm really for burning books in general, but if you're gonna at least take a pretty picture of it, I guess.
0: Yeah. You you never know what's going to set buns off, you know, like you'd think that burning of books and people would be like, whoa, but no, everyone's cool with it. You say the word pansy and everyone loses their shit.
1: Oh, I saw that. (laughs) I don't
0: know what's going on anymore. But anyway, moving on.
1: Moving on. Um, did you see the, um, New Year's Eve troll post? No. we skipped this I forgot about it and I forgot to talk about it when we were talking about holiday posts um, Daniel posted happy New Year's everyone the LCBO is closed and dial a bottle is in surge pricing mode I have a wide selection of oven opened booze so give me your valued items or suffer through a dry New year's <laughs> um, and everyone thought it was kind of funny that he was like trying to like leverage buns who had like not made it to uh, the liquor store then people kept being like wait a minute the liquor stores are open until like six and he'd like posted this and he was like, shh, stop telling people that the liquor stores are still open. Um, it kind of came out like in the comments that it was like a joke post anyway. Um, but it was kind of funny and people sort of had fun with it. I don't think they ended up like trading anything because people kept being like, Oh, I'll trade you this for that. And he was like trying to extort like ridiculous trade prices from people like Mm -hmm. as a joke. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that one was pretty good actually. That was a pretty, pretty fun people getting mad post. <laughs> um, last but certainly not least, I don't know if do you want to do the one that. Uh... Well,
0: I don't know if this is the one you're going to talk about, but I my won't. last post <laughs> is uh, someone that actually is going to be on the podcast in a little while. Goes by the name of Brian. Mm
1: hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, we, we're on the same page here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, the the recipient of Brian's handiwork is going to be on the show. Um, Andrew. Andrew. He did the most epic buns-related tattoo I have ever seen. I mean, some people have gotten some buns most- tattoos, and that is, like, amazing. But this is just, like, some next-level tattooing. Mm-hmm. Based on the crochet work. Uh, or sorry, did I say crochet? Embroidery work of Mm -hmm. Jesse Sousa. It is none other than the Bella brandishing bike rider with the text around it that says, I know who I want to take me home.
1: Yep. Closing time, Bandit strikes again, this time as a tattoo on Andrew's calf. And it's amazing. It looks exactly like the embroidery. Um, which uh, I have the photo of the embroidery saved on my phone uh, because I love it. And anytime that the Closing Time Bandit comes up, I will post the picture of the embroidery because it is amazing. Uh, So the fact that they got this tattoo, even the lettering looks like the hand embroidered lettering. Like it's a little wonky. It's great.
0: So wild.
1: And I think, did he trade for the tattoo? Uh, like, was it a was it a trade?
0: I'm not sure to be honest. But if you want to know more, keep listening to the show because he, Andrew will be one of my upcoming guests.
1: Yeah, I guess you can find that out. Yeah, it was.
0: really, cl- really How's quickly it before up? we before we wrap this whole thing up. Happy New Year, everybody! Uh, speaking of future guests, I have a lot of uh, exciting stuff coming up. A lot of great Toronto businesses are going to be on the show. We also have uh, a bunch of amazing Toronto-based bands uh, and record labels and all this other stuff that are going to be on the show that I don't really want to spoil. So just keep your ears open because uh, the interviews are expanding. Anyway, I hope that you had a fantastic Christmas and a Happy New Year's, Callie.
1: Yeah, you too. And happy holidays and Happy New Year's to every bun. I hope that... 2017 is like 5,000 times better than 2016, which was an absolute dumpster fire of a year for like 90 percent of the people that I know. <laughs> so you,
0: you know what? I think it's it's already bound to be better. We saw a video of the internet on the internet today of uh, oh, who are the two people that kissed at the award ceremony, and everyone's losing their shit. What? What you have? You didn't hear this at the Golden Globes? I mean, I
1: watched the Golden Globes, but... When
0: uh, Ryan uh, um, Gosling Gosling accepted his award, as he was walking up, Ryan Reynolds and uh, somebody else kissed on camera some other famous dude, and the internet's losing their shit. So things are looking up for 2017. Uh, Well, Google it. I will. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll put it in the notes of the podcast, because why not? So you can check it out yourself. Anyway, (laughs) thanks for listening. That was This Week in Buns. Coming up next, I have an interview where I get my tarot cards read, buy a bun to see what 2017 has in store for me.
1: Oh, which is amazing that you actually got this done because when we covered it and I was like, oh, Koji, you should get her to do your tarot cards for the podcast. And then you actually did it, which is cool because originally her post was just her offering to trade. What did you trade her for?
0: Oh, no, I just was like, hey, uh, let's can you read me and she's like yeah so
1: you i guess you just traded her being on the podcast yeah pretty exclusive and cool yeah
0: (laughs) i've never done it and i was a little bit freaked out but you'll hear all about that soon anyways until next week uh there we go have a good one (laughs) bye guys too much shit in your apartment get rid of it today on the buns app available in the app store google play store or online at buns.com All right, so that wasn't really This Week in Buns because we had a couple weeks to catch up on because of the holiday break. I promise never to leave you that long again. I missed you. Did you miss me? Because I missed you. So like I said at the top of the show, this week's episode is with Vanessa. I kind of go into it in the interview, but I met Vanessa. She was looking for Fan Expo passes, and she basically messaged me like, yo dude, I really want to go to Fan Expo, trade me the pass. And there were a lot of people who had messaged me about the pass and had had given me all these uh, fantastic offers, but uh, she had sent some other things in her message that led me to believe that she really was itching to go to Fan Expo, and it struck a chord with me because I really wanted to go to Fan Expo, so I figured, fuck it we'll trade. There wasn't even really terms attached to it. Like this is what I'll get in return. Just kind of like, I'll owe you one. So when my month in buns rolled around, she hooked me up huge with, uh, with the food to start the month off with so that I wouldn't die. And we have been friends ever since. So when I saw her post about reading tarot cards, I was like, well, what a perfect way to start 2017. And if I'm repeating myself to what was in the interview, I'm sorry, but here is my chat with Vanessa. Yes. Now she's in the way she oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> Are you scared? I'm just, I'm not like, I'm not a superstitious person by nature. In fact, I'm the opposite. I'm, I mean, don't tell anybody I'm an atheist, but, Shh. but, uh. <laughs> so this is like i'm not really down for this type of stuff but here we it's a new year a new me maybe we'll see we'll give it a shot anyway i'm here with vanessa who i met on buns um you were looking for passes for fan expo yep and i'm just gonna give a little backstory here to, to anyone listening your your message was was simple and concise there was a lot of people offering me a lot of like weird stuff but you were just like bro i really want to go to fan expo trade me those passes and for some reason in my head i was like i don't even care what you have to offer i'm totally down and she ended up helping me or i should just say you ended up helping me um with my month on buns in return Yeah, yeah, yeah so i was able to live which was which was great And then uh, through that, we became friends, and I saw a post on Facebook that said that you read, was it tarot cards? Tarot cards, yeah. And you were willing to do it for buns. And so here we are. I'm going to see what 2017 has in store for me, or maybe the show or something. I don't know. I don't really know how it works, so why don't you tell me how it works?
2: Yeah, so there's a couple different ways that you can read the cards. Actually, there's probably an infinite amount of ways you can read the cards. But um, generally speaking, you come in with like a question in mind. Something not too, too specific. Nothing that's like a black and white yes or no Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But more like, hey, what's the deal with blank? Um, And then depending on what the question is and kind of the scope of the question, cards will be put down in a different way. Okay. And then as I flip the cards over, that'll give us the meaning
0: all right so So i think we'll do the reading first and then i'll i'll ask you a few questions about what's going on with all this stuff so i just give you a question any question
2: yeah so i'll give you some ideas so you can kind of think about what works best for you i've done readings in the past that are really simple like you shuffle the cards flip the top one and it gives you a very brief sort of concise either overview of the situation or, um, advice for the situation. Sure. Sort of what should I do about kind of a thing. Okay. Um, you can get a bit more in depth with a three card spread. Okay. So it's the same idea, but it gets divvied up a little differently. And generally the way that I read it is sort of, um, you get one card for this underlying situation or the past, Right. the present situation as it stands and if things remain on the same trajectory sort of the typical ending yeah the outcome that to expect and then from there we can always expand out saying like oh well if i don't do that then what could happen or dig a bit deeper Um, the classic spread that most people will experience if they go to a tarot reader is called the celtic cross um and so that's supposed to give you a bit more of like an in-depth view of the situation so it's like your opinion on the situation uh sort of things that are happening around you that are impacting it things things that you don't have control over that are impacting it blah 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 i don't like that one because i find it very um strict and i read in a bit more of like a storytelling sort of a way okay um but that is an option and then uh, a pretty popular one for the beginning of the year is a year ahead spread um so it's based on like the the astrological houses and you put it down in a circle and it's like, Oh, January is going to be like this. February is like this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. okay. I've done that one a couple of times for people and it's always, um, interesting. Uh, so it's a lot of options.
0: Oh, geez. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, uh, before we get into this, I'm just going to say that I'm afraid that this is going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> because I'm going to be like, oh, the fucking card said this. And then something's going to come up and I'm just going to shake my fist in the air and say, those cards. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's keep it simple then. Uh Oh, I don't know. I feel like it should be personal though. I was going to say like, how's the show going to do? But I, I feel like that's not personal enough. Um, ooh, what should I ask? I should have put a word out before this started. Like, hey, yeah, what what should I ask on the show? But um, we
2: should just pause the show right now, pop onto Buns and get like a quick poll going. That's that,
0: that's not a bad idea. But I, I don't know how many people are on Buns this New Year's ish day. This is what the day after New Year's Day, I guess. But technically a holiday, or for some of us. Um, okay, let's just say. Well, we'll go with one that probably comes up a lot is will I will I be financially successful this year? Okay. Right? I'm sure that's something that a lot of people ask.
2: Yep. Everyone always asks about like love, health, money. I
0: There's feel pretty good about um the first two. So, <laughs> we'll see how that third one goes.
2: last one's a bit more questionable.
0: Oh, it's always questionable. <laughs> Yeah, I spend it like, ugh. Anyway.
2: Okay, so what I want you to do is shuffle the cards. Okay. And think about your question. Think about the the concept. And just stop shuffling when they just feel appropriately shuffled to you, whatever that means. And then when you're done with that, we'll go with the three, three piles.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me just think about it a little bit more. I want to get serious with this. This isn't a joke.
2: This, yeah, this is very, very serious business.
0: I think that people who don't believe in this stuff tend to like goof around a bit, and I'm gonna be very fucking for real about it. So let's.
2: I mean, I'm frankly like it's it's a deck of cards, so. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll get into that afterwards. It's,
2: but <laughs> it's not gonna curse you if you make a joke.
0: No, but I I want to I, I want to give it like a full chance. Instead of being like, oh, whatever, man, like, no, this is, we're gonna do this.
2: Okay. So split it into three piles, however you see fit. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm
0: already like,
2: getting nervous, hands are shaking.
0: Tense about this whole thing.
2: Okay. So. Oh, no. That's the same card that came up earlier. Immediately,
0: the first card is a card of a guy laying on the ground, all bloody, (laughs) stabbed (laughs) with like a bunch of swords,
2: 10 to be exact. Ten swords stabbed in his back. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Luckily, that's a card dealing with the past and sort of the previous scenario um, in regards to the topic. So um, the implication here is that you had trouble, um, possibly because of another person. Um, Like someone, uh, you know, backstabbed you is sort of the most obvious interpretation. Um, but it could be also something like um, mistakes that you've made or um, things that you haven't finished coming back to kind of haunt you and, and screw you over in the end. So whether that means...
0: We're talking financially here?
2: Yep, yep. So it's um, not thinking through all the legal repercussions of a situation is an example. Um,
0: yeah, I, That yeah. makes sense. I mean, I borrowed a lot of money in the past to buy musical instruments and really didn't think about paying it back. All that smartly, and that's the majority of my debt. So,
2: yeah. So that is like a really good example of <laughs> what this card represents. It's young about and irresponsible. Of, yeah, short sightedness uh, causing t- a downfall, or um, or someone or s- uh, something around you kind of leading to uh, something kind of sneaking up and, and catching up with you in a way that you weren't prepared for. Okay. Um, now, however, you're in a position where uh, you are either l- looking to or are able to be quite a bit more aggressive um and, and and frankly optimistic about your financial situation um it's the knight of pentacles and the pentacles represent uh finances and oh, uh like tangible things so, okay. so this is actually like a very apt card to get for this sort of a spread um so yeah, it's about like a, an eagerness with um a bit of restraint so it, it's like a, a cautious optimism okay. I guess um but, but but being prepared to to throw yourself into a situation that can um pr- provide some stability and and some
0: that's interesting
2: yeah so like th- this is a, a good card to get it it's like someone who's uh ready for um for, for the future and, and and for setting themselves up to to do well or or beginning that process or being at the sort of a little bit into that process. Okay. Um, I guess that
0: makes sense too, because I've been aggressively freelancing outside of my regular job, my nine to five uh, in order, not in order to get my finances in order, but it's definitely been helping. So I guess that makes sense in context.
2: Yeah. You're not quite like the master of the situation yet, but you're, you're on the way to getting there. You're kind of recognizing what your needs are. And how to get there and you're you're in that process of like yeah i'm gonna F and do it
0: okay i like that that sounds yeah. promising actually yeah.
2: the, and it's th- this is good because this spread has been like a like an up upswing so the okay. last card mm. um is about like comfort growth nurturing um so in in the context of this spread mm-hmm. um it represents sort of putting together like a nest egg for yourself or being in a position of, of comfort and not exactly luxury, but, um, I don't know what's halfway between comfort and luxury or an overlap between the two. It's, you know, you, your needs are being met, right? You see the sort of the future and and the growth ability Mm -hmm. with your, with your money. You're not you know, wanting for things. Right. Um, and it also, there's a bit of an implication of being able to provide for others. So, uh, whether it's, you know, a partner or mm-hmm. kids or oh parents God. or whatever it is. Um, this, this suddenly took a
0: very big downturn. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that anymore.
2: Or a dog. A, yeah! cu- a cute dog.
0: I have one of those.
2: Yeah. So, um yeah so it, it represents being in a position where, where not only are, are you stable and comfortable mm-hmm. but also able to to share it with others so that it's seems pretty good for you
0: yeah that seems very promising i'm I'm hoping that uh, that means that I will at least get the majority of my debt paid off I mean maybe not the the house or car debt but the just plain old line of credit debt yeah. keep my fingers crossed okay yeah. well that's uh this is far more um, optimistic than I was uh, expecting. I was like, oh no, yeah. the cards are going to tell me I'm fucked. And then I'm just going to go on believing that I'm fucked.
2: Yeah. Well, you're lucky that these ones weren't reversed because then that would be a bad, bad situation up ahead. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Sweet. Um, I guess I don't really, it, it was like so good that I don't want to taint it <laughs> yeah. with, with up questions. Cause I'm just like, No, you know,
2: don't ruin the magic. This is good. All right. Get out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's let let sleeping dogs lie. If there's any minefields in my future, (laughs) I don't don't want to know about about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was, uh, that was very positive and I'm, I'm kind of at ease.
2: Good. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's not, it's nothing to be scared about. Yeah. So they, they are just a deck of cards ultimately.
0: Well, okay. So you said that and, uh, and you we, we kinda talked a little bit before while we were setting this up and, and you were saying that uh you know it's kind of just a deck of cards. Um do you how much weight do you put into the readings when you do them?
2: Uh in what sense?
0: Well, in the like cosmic sense. I don't know. Like do you think that the what you see in the cards is
2: like faded. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a tricky question. I I think my job being on this side of the cards Mm -hmm. is to be neutral. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the messenger. I'm the interpreter of the cards. I'm not, uh, I, I don't want to color it with my personal feelings on the question, the situation, the cards, but, um, it's also kind of by nature of reading cards. You have your own personal biases. The imagery in the cards means something a little bit different to me than they do to you. Um, but ultimately uh, like I'm, I'm not a very spiritual or um, like religious person in any sense. Right. Um, I, I come to the cards as them being uh, more of a like psychological tool rather than like a, esoteric advice from the beyond. Right, right, right. Um, I think there is some degree of, of needing to have um, sort of a sixth sense for understanding them, whether mm-hmm. that means just being more intuitive of a person or having a gift from, you know, passed on from my great-grandmother who was a gypsy or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think there is some degree of that. And I think some people who I'm reading for... Yeah. Definitely see see the cards as more of like a yeah li- like an esoteric fate touched magical thing right. than a pragmatic tool. Um,
0: okay, well, when so. you say psychological tool, what do you what do you mean by that? I mean, I I have my own ideas, but how do you see it sort of as like a tool? To, I guess to help people.
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, people get their cards read because they they want advice on a situation or they want to talk to somebody about a situation and either they're not comfortable going to a psychologist. They don't feel like they can talk to people they know about it. Um, They, they want to believe in something kind of beyond themselves Mm -hmm. for that advice. Um, But the cards are set up to be a series of symbols. Um, So, you know, kind of stemming from the Jungian psychology, school of thought yeah um there are sort of universal symbols that appear in the cards that um allegedly have you know this this universal meaning um and so anyone can look at the cards and, and have things evoked right in them from it um and then it's just an issue of sort of digging in a bit deeper to figure out what that means
0: i guess that's sort of the point then it's it's kind of when when you know reading goes well or positive maybe somebody's a little bit more relaxed and and set at ease and then you kind of they leave feeling like oh things are good and that's probably just like a a pleasant sort of thing and then when things come up that maybe they don't want to hear it's because it's been on their mind Mm -hmm. right and that kind of helps them helps bring it to the surface so they can address it
2: yeah totally and and that's i mean when i read for myself that's how i approach the cards um sort of my goal is to to look at the images in the cards and be like okay why is this um why is my brain going to this message as opposed to that message
0: okay so you actually like do it like deal them out for for your own
2: oh yeah 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 yeah.
0: okay how does that work same same way yeah and you just kind of ask it a question and trying to figure out the answers?
2: Yeah. So usually I'll do a spread similar to what we did, just three cards. Sometimes it'll just be one. Um, Sometimes if I have like a choice to make, Mm -hmm. split it into two and see sort of choice A, choice B. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Like it's it's pretty flexible, but ultimately, yeah, when when I pull stuff up, Mm -hmm. um, so say let's just use these cards as an example. Say I had three choices to make. Right. uh, And I pull the same cards that we have here and it's like, okay, shit, like... (laughs) Ten swords stabbed in my back for choice A. Yeah. And then then I have to ask myself, okay, like, w- w- what's my gut reaction to this? Is it like, oh, yeah, obviously. Or right. is it like, wait, w- really? And then if, if I'm agreeing with the card, then it's like, okay, you know what? Ultimately, I know that that was not the right decision, and this is just confirming it for me. Yeah. Um, or if I'm questioning it, then I have to question why I'm questioning it. Um, and, yeah, ultimately, I feel like it if you have enough self-awareness, which frankly, I don't even think needs to be that much. Right. Um, it, it helps you kind of get to the core of stuff and, and kind of s- slough away all the stuff on the surface right. um, that might be influencing your decision-making or, or making it harder for you to make a decision.
0: It almost sounds like, um, not to discount any sort of mysticism in this, because I, I'm sure some people are really into that side of things, but it almost sounds like part of it is just a... Easier to interpret, ink blot test or something like that, right? It's just yeah. like, what do you see in this picture, and uh, whatever it means to you is what it is. What it means to you. So, how did you get into this whole thing? How does one become a tarot reader, or not one? How did you personally, me how specifically? Did you? Yeah. Um, it.
2: Th- I I got my first deck of cards actually uh, from my dad, mm-hmm. um, and the way I, I got them was this very like scene from a from a movie situation um oh. where I was sort of in my base in my parents basement yeah. I was 13 years old digging around the like weird cobwebby dark corner and out of the corner of my eye I spot this little pile of stuff I was like "Ooh, what's that grab a little box from the pile kind of had this weird picture on it blow on the top puff <laughs> of dust comes off of it and it's uh my dad's old tarot deck yeah and, you know, he was like a cool bachelor guy in the early 70s when a lot of this stuff was really popular. So right. he had a tarot deck. He had some interpreting books. He had some astrology books, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like I was saying earlier, like like most 13-year-old girls, I was going through like a Wiccan phase. Okay. And I uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to be a witch now. I'm going to learn how to be a, a psychic whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so it started off stemming from that kind of a place. Right. Um but th- the more I did it and, and the older I got, um and the more I kind of read about stuff like psychology, Jungian psychology, mm-hmm. um the more my practice tilted in that direction, more of like a practical magic, if you will. Another sweet um, movie. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, and so so that that's how I kind of Kept with it because, uh, like, I'm I'm not uh, very superstitious, like yeah. like you're saying you're not, um, but I think there is um, a benefit to to approaching practical and logical and rational thought with a b- a bit of an open mindedness towards you know something a bit beyond our understanding.
0: So, what was the movie that got it all started?
2: Definitely the Craft. Oh man, best movie about witches that and. On the other end of it, hocus pocus.
0: Fucking Neb Campbell and the girl from uh, oh, what's that show? Bones. N- oh, I was gonna say Bones, but maybe.
2: I think I think the main girl in it, the the exchange student. I think she was on Bones or something like that. She she's a she's on she's a lead of a TV show now. She
0: was on the show where the guys, The Mentalist. She was she was oh, she played opposite the Mentalist.
2: Oh, okay. She was like the the straight man to
0: to his yeah yeah. Anyway uh sweet movie
2: for Balk.
0: yeah i she's, don't know she
2: was the crazy one and okay then, yeah i don't i don't oh yeah she's the one that like she's like kind yeah, of a yeah. dirtbag and then she goes crazy because she like pulls all the power of god within her and she goes nuts and she seemed to she seemed to
0: play that role in a bunch of movies not like yeah mystic but just like the kind of crazy scumbag yeah she's character. she's a
2: bit of like a character actor she got pigeonholed in those roles
0: i love i love that movie though too As a kid, I was like, oh, this is fucking crazy. And then there's a good Anyway, (laughs) we're we're getting off topic. We can do a
2: whole show just about that movie.
0: I have another podcast that this would be perfect for, actually. But um, So, yes, it kind of stemmed from a a sort of interest in all things witch and then became more of a serious psychological uh, experience, I suppose. Do you suggest that people try it out?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, um, I think it's better to approach it without like a hundred percent seriousness. I think people who rely on tarot cards and tarot readers to make big decisions for them are doing themselves a disservice, um, and can be taken advantage of by people. And I think right. that's bad. But I, I think if you don't believe in this stuff on a deep level, mm-hmm. it can have some benefits. And if nothing else, I think it's fun. Um, yeah, you know,
0: and it, it like you were saying, you know, maybe it'll it'll bring up thoughts. That you didn't necessarily mean to analyze, but then it comes up, especially around big decisions. As long as you're not blindly saying like, oh, you know, this card came up, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go down that road. But yeah, questioning why always is probably good. Yeah. So, uh, I saw that you posted online that you would do readings for people on buns. Yep. Uh, have you done any readings for people on buns?
2: Yeah, I've done a few actually, um. I've done mostly just solo one-on-one situations meet up with someone at a coffee shop right and then do a reading for them. Um, those have always gone really really well. people people are either already leaning towards that spiritual stuff and then they're like they feel really good about it yeah or I've had this happen a couple times where it's someone who's sort of more of a skeptic and they're always sort of pleasantly surprised at the situation. Um, and I've done a couple of, uh, events too. And those were really fun. Oh so really, yeah. yeah. So once, um, I did like a bachelorette party that I found through buns. Nice. So that was, that was really fun. Really cool. It was like this pool side. Very cool. Everyone there was really nice. Um, another one was just like a, like a get together with a bunch of friends and mm-hmm. they wanted something to base it around. And I yeah. can, it's funny cause I could tell that some of the girls, when i came in they're just like Ugh, who's this dumb liar who's right. going to just sit here and lie to us for an hour and then by the end of the night they're like hmm, fine okay like you win this time yeah yeah um and there's actually can i like plug a little event oh yeah of course yeah so i i found something through buns um it's an event in the east end east end not quite like the church street okay is that east end i'm not sure
0: Exactly. well not to me because i live a lot further east than that so. yeah
2: to me i feel like east end starts like when bloor turns into the danforth yeah but that's fair yeah so um it's a a dance event called weirdo mm-hmm. and uh it's you know uh lgbtq friendly event sure. with sort of darker themes we play a lot of like 80s like new goth kind of stuff and um, and I do tarot readings there, so that was the newest thing that I found through Buns. Sorry, where is this? Um, I don't know if it's gonna be at the same place. Okay. Um, but the event is called Weirdo. You can find it on Facebook. Um, and it, we're hoping it'll be a monthly thing. Our next one is gonna be February 11th. Okay. And then uh, we're gonna do monthly or bi-monthly after that. Our last nice. one was um just before Christmas.
0: Well, that's pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, and all of that stuff was through buttons, which was really cool.
0: I feel like I'm. It's hard for me to to really take this all in because my it it seemed very much uh, a positive reading. I don't know how I would react if it was like, "Oh, you're <laughs> fucked," right? So I got I I think at least open to giving it uh, a try again in the future to see. How I might react to something negative because I, the entire time I was kind of prepping myself to be like, oh, if I don't <laughs> like this, or if it's like, this is going to be challenging, how do I like, yeah. how do I deal with that? Will
2: this end our friendship? <laughs>
0: you know what? It's okay. Um, I think that uh, I would just be one to try and rationalize and be like, they're just cards. <laughs> but really in the back of my mind, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm done. Um, okay. So if somebody wants to get a, reading from you how do they go about doing that uh
2: for now you can find me on buns yeah um i'm oh you know I what usually make a post Here, every h- now and
0: here's what we'll do if you want to get your cards ready e- email me podcast at com, and i'll connect you guys so that your perfect um so that your mailbox or inbox or whatever isn't isn't flooded and then when vanessa gets a um uh username on the app which you should all do, by the way, I'll uh, I'll give her a shout out, you know, so you can you can find her on the app.
2: Yeah, sounds good. I plan on also starting up like a little Instagram so people can find me and um, using that. So I'll, I'll put that out there once it's ready.
0: All right. So outside of readings, you're an avid Buns user. You're in a bunch of the zones. I see you posting on a very regular basis. So I have a few questions that I ask everybody. Uh-oh. who's on this thing No, nothing nothing too crazy uh what was your first buns trade
2: i don't remember i was thinking about this the other day because a friend of mine posted on facebook um yeah she had like a little corner of her room mm-hmm. she was like oh my first buns trade was he was one of these things yeah yeah. i honestly can't remember what my first one was the first one that i remember yeah was actually a pretty sweet trade it was um there's like long wool deep purple uh cape with like rabbit fur lining on the hood yeah um and i traded i think a bottle of wine and some freshly made donuts oh shit i Mm -hmm. want both those things
0: (laughs) okay what was your most recent buns trade
2: my most recent trade was i gave someone i didn't trade anything i just gave something away on buns if that counts okay I uh, I gave someone a bunch of um, terrarium stuff, so fancy stones and rocks mm-hmm. and sand and things for their air plants.
0: Goodies for your terrarium for good karma. Okay. What was your favorite buns trade? That's a new one for 2017. Mm. I haven't asked people that yet.
2: New year, new question. Yeah. Um... Or most actually memorable. i th- I think one of my favorite ones it's because it's the one that i use the most is actually a deck of tarot cards that i traded for um i actually traded for the classic rider weight deck which is what most people learn on it's the most popular one okay. but um yeah someone traded me traded me that f- i don't even remember what they traded f- oh i think it was for a ukulele
0: oh wow okay yeah and nice.
2: uh and that's a a deck that I ended up using a lot
0: guys. She didn't say the fan expo passes. (laughs) I'm secretly heartbroken. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. And what are you ISO
2: in general in life?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like the cards, you can interpret that any way that you want.
2: Um, I mean, when I post for things, usually I'm just asking for day to day stuff. I'm trying to live minimally. So tokens are good. Snacks are good. Um, and i'm also just a sucker for like smelly candles and aromatherapy vaguely witchy things i guess
0: if you guys have bundles of sage yeah um okay well you know find find her uh, on buns or email me podcast at buns.com and let's uh let's make that happen thanks for for sitting down with me and reading my cards
2: yeah thanks for having me
0: so that was fun, right, guys? I uh, was a little bit freaked out at first because, I don't know, you know, I'm not really one for mysticism, but uh, you don't want to tempt fate and all that stuff. But if you want your very own reading done, you can find Vanessa on Instagram at dogma and Ritual. And uh, hit her up, send her a message, and, I don't know, make a trade. And she'll see what the cards have in store for you. It's uh, fortuitous and an accident that I was talking about attacking black at the beginning of the show because music this week is provided by another punk band, The Bare Minimum. The song is called Garbage Lungs. And I believe the album is called "Synced to the Top. Um, I don't know very much about them other than they are from Toronto, Ontario. You can check them out at the bare minimum band.bandcamp.com or the bare minimum.ca. Uh I would strongly suggest that you do so. In fact, I think I'm going to hit up that website as soon as we're done here and see when their next show is. All right, guys. Until next week.